We are glad to make all of our Jcast Network podcasts free for our listeners. However, they are not free to produce and host. Please consider making a donation to Jcast Network to help support our work by visiting jcastnetwork.org slash donate. Thanks for your support. You are listening to Stender, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts, please visit jcastnetwork.org. To share your thoughts about this podcast or others, please visit facebook.com slash jcastnetwork. In a moment, Cantor Rosenblatt will lead us in Anna Bakoach on page 22. And Anna Bakoach is a mystical prayer that is meant to evoke one of the names of God in the mystical tradition, unpronounceable, unknowable, but the whole prayer is supposed to in itself be an expression of God's name. I've been thinking a lot about names this week because they're at the core of our Torah portion. The Torah portion is called Toldot, which means generations, and it's about the uh, generations that descend from Abraham, first Abraham's son Isaac and his wife Rebecca, Rivka, uh, and then the generation that follows them, their two children, their twins, Yaakov and Esau, Jacob and Esau. The Torah portion is a lot about names, and by names I mean identity. So Jacob and Esau are born, they're twins, and their names are reflections of their appearance or their actions. So Esau is born first, and he comes out with a hairy red mantle all over him. He's a hairy red baby. And he's called Esau, which apparently in the ancient Hebrew means something like hairy red guy. And Jacob is born uh, grabbing the ankle of Esau, who, uh, who Esau is born first. Jacob wants to be born first, to, so the commentators say. So he's grabbing the ankle of Esau to try to pull himself out first, but he doesn't succeed. So he's named Yaakov, which in the Hebrew means ankle boy. He's born grabbing the ankle, and he is named ankle boy. So we're given these names that are expressions of how these characters act or how they show up. A little bit later, Jacob is cooking some nice, delicious lentil stew, and Esau comes home hungry from a hunt and feels so famished that he's about to die, and he says to Yaakov, he says to Jacob, give me some of that red stuff. And he does, and he trades famously his birthright for it, but the text is something interesting that the text says, and that's why they called him Edom, which means red. They called him red because he wanted that red stuff. It reminds me, I don't know how many of you watched The Office, but Andy Bernard uh, in The Office says, you know, I used to drink so much in college, they called me puke. It didn't matter, though. I did really great in class. That's why they called me ace. Got straight B's. They called me buzz. <laughs> That's what that story reminds me of. So when we read it in Mincha last week, I couldn't help but chuckle because it evoked Andy Bernard to me. I said that, by the way. I don't mean to make such a political comment here. But I said that uh, to somebody earlier this week, that Andy Bernard quote. And they said, oh, I didn't know Brett Kavanaugh was on The Office. <laughs> anyway. Um, but I've been thinking a lot about that question of names and that question ultimately of identity, of who are we? A 
lot this past week. That question, I think, was at the core of this election. In some ways, it's at the core of every election, a question of who we are as a nation, who we are as a people. And in the days that followed with the tumultuous, continually tumultuous news cycle, this question of who are we was very present in my mind. And as I thought about what our Torah portion says about that question, who are we, it offers some guidance. These characters are named, after all, about how they show up and what they do. A little bit later in the Torah portion, Jacob puts on clothes and skins that are meant to trick his blind father into thinking that he's Esau, to thinking that he's his brother. And Isaac says there, the voice is the voice of Jacob, but the hands are the hands of Esau. Thinking that this must be Esau, he just sounds a little different. How we show up defines our identity. What we do defines our identity. In that way, I think Judaism is a very existentialist tradition. Or actually a non-existentialist tradition, I should say. Because our essence... No, I was right the first time. You confused me. An existentialist tradition. That our existence, how we show up, how we act, what we do, precedes our essence. We're not born defined, what we do, how we show up, that defines us. The first two questions that God asks of human beings in the Torah. First, of Adam, Ayeka, where are you? And the second, of Cain, Aye Hevel Achicha, where is Abel your brother, knowing what Cain had just done to Abel his brother? And knowing previously that Adam was hiding. Our identity, how God sees us even, is defined by how we show up and what we do. We're blessed to be given an opportunity each and every week to reflect on those questions in this week most of all. To know that our name, the name not only that we are given, but the name that we make for ourselves our reputation, our identity. The question of who we are will be defined by how we show up in the world and what we do in the world. This has been a try Hi. Um, this has been another in a series of tumultuous weeks in challenging times in which we live. And so our tradition offers us a response to this question of who we might be in these difficult times. And the answer is it depends on how you show up and on what you do. And may we be blessed in the week to come to show up in holy ways and to do what is righteous and just and have our identity be formed and our names be given based on how we respond.